Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of In the Huddle. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Rotundo. And I'm your other host, Sam Gold. And we are officially back from our, what was it, Sam? The month hiatus? It's at least a month. Probably, uh, well, yeah, about a month because Super Bowl was, what, the 13th? And today is the 15th. So, yeah, just about. Yeah, but, so um, we're back yeah, about a month. And, Sam, as we all know, if you've been following the news and around the NFL, ton of news have been breaking uh, left and right daily. So um, let's hop right into it. You're listening to In the Huddle with Sam Gold and Chris Rotundo. All right, Chris. Um, you know, like we did last year, we'll start with some of the bigger free agency news first because we could honestly go down a million different paths here. But um, let's go with the ones that are most talked about right now. Um, I think the obvious ones we should start with are the ones that happened first, a.k.a. let's do Calvin Ridley, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson. So we'll start with Ridley. This, uh, you know, has been a bad two years for Ridley. Uh, he never clarified, and he shouldn't have to, but I'm just saying he never clarified why he took off due to mental health, um, you know, whatever reasons those are. But um, we found out that during his uh, little hiatus, he was gambling on games, which, honestly, Chris, I think there's so many other players that definitely do it. There's there's no way he's the only one. But no, it, it's, one of those, it's one of those things, just like kind of in college sports, when people – when, when the, the teams pay, pay players to come and play for them, it's it's not a, it's about who gets caught. People are doing it. It's just who who gets caught and who doesn't get caught. And that's really what it comes the NFL down to. Is a, is a very quietly dark and cynical league. Like there's so much shit going on behind the scenes. Yeah, I mean, this, stuff like this only slips out every once in a while. And honestly, I get why players aren't allowed to bet. But I mean, I personally don't really care. I just – well, actually, I do care because, obviously, you don't want the player to bet on the, their own team losing, and then they just start sucking on purpose. But um, I don't know. I mean, it's really one of those really... things. It's like if you think that the entire NFL, there's no one betting, you're wrong. There's people doing it. It's just about who gets caught and who doesn't. But Calvin Ridley, he, he claims he only bet $1,500, and that's going to result in him getting – suspended for at least the 2022 season and his, he's not going to get paid. He'll lose his entire salary of $11.1 million. So yeah, um, you base, basically, if you look at it, it's you risked $1,500 and now you're losing 11 million. So it sucks. Uh, he's going it, to, it's been a tough two years for Calvin Ridley between stepping away from football and now gambling and not being able to be on the field. Uh, it's going to be rough. It sucks for the Falcons, especially you, you lose your top receiver, but uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just a really hard situation. I think they were going to lose him regardless. I mean, I'm sad as a chiefs fan. I thought he was going to be in the running uh, to go to the chiefs possibly, but um, yeah, Calvin Ridley, welcome to the dark side of, uh, you know, you don't have your salary anymore. Maybe you should come over and uh, DoorDash. <laughs> Maybe you should have to go work at McDonald's or something. You know, I mean, you're you're running out of options here. You might uh might need another job for now. But um, yeah, that's uh that's very tough, especially to get caught. All right, Chris. Um, another big one, obviously, Aaron Rodgers. We've had a million conversations over this past season about where his future lies. Um, I think I was more positive that he he could very well stay on the Packers still, and you know. I'm still I'm not shocked, not not shocked by any means, but I'm still there's always a part of me that's surprised that he still wants to play for the Packers after all the things they've went through already, especially this last season. But look, you can't turn down four years, 200 million dollars. That just shows right there how much the Packers still want to keep this guy. Obviously, I mean, you know, only one Super Bowl to show for it. But without Aaron Rodgers, the Packers are basically nothing. So, you know, 200 million dollars, that is the most anyone's ever been paid even more than Mahomes when his contract kicks in, which is nuts. But um, yeah, I mean that, that basically right there, I, I honestly think it was a huge, that started a huge domino effect for everything else to happen in the league. I think that it was a domino effect for Russell Wilson going to the Broncos. 
Um, I just think, I think the fact that, you know, the AFC is just so good in general was also a huge reason why Aaron Rodgers wanted to stay. Um, you know, we'll talk about Tom Brady in a second. He might have sabotaged that decision for Aaron Rodgers, but yeah, I, you know, I, Chris, I mean, what are your thoughts? Going on top of that, yeah, I mean, as much as I feel, it wasn't just me. I feel a lot of NFL fans wanted Rodgers to leave, kind of just because we knew this was going to be one of the crazier free agencies going on, especially quarterback wise. Uh, I feel Aaron Rodgers leaving would have been probably not the smartest decision because it seemed that all the teams that he was probably going to be going to if he left was going to be an AFC team and you look at it from the standpoint of what gives you the best opportunity to win a ring and yeah it would have been fun for him to maybe be on the Broncos Steelers the Titans one of those teams as much, as much fun as that would have been Rodgers needs to sit down and think what gives me the best chance to to win a championship and it was the NFC when at the time at the time we'll get into this in a second Brady was no longer in the picture. Russell Wilson just got shipped to uh, Denver. And the only two teams were really the the Rams. And then if Rodgers returns to Packers, because let, let's be real, the Cowboys, they'll win their 11 games, make the playoffs, and they'll just get bounced in the divisional round like usual. Uh, the Cardinals, um, I don't believe in Cliff. And they have a lot of drama surrounding them right now with the whole Kyler thing that seems to be getting cleared up. So my opinion, it was just really between the Packers, if Rodgers is there and the Rams and that gave him the best chance. So Rodgers, he made the safe decision. He made the smart decision and he gives himself the best chance to still make Super Bowls. Yeah. And, you know, the Packers just signed the franchise tag with Devontae Adams. And I think oh, they that just was a did? big part of it, too. No, they did uh, a week ago. <laughs> no, oh, shit. No, I, th- I read something that said Adams wasn't going to play on the franchise tag. Oh, well, they did sign it. You're right. You're right. I mean, he doesn't – he's not going to want just whatever amount he's been being paid now. But, I mean, um, I couldn't imagine that Adams still doesn't want to play for Rodgers now that he's back. But um, we'll see. I don't know. The Packers, I, they've, they've already been freeing up some space. They just released Adaria Smith. Um, they also resigned a few guys. I think Campbell, uh, one other guy as well. But um, I don't know. Packers, I think this is still a huge win for Packers fans, you know, no matter how you felt about Aaron Rodgers this season with all the controversy. But, you know, you know the second Aaron Rodgers is officially off that team as a Packers fan, you're going to be sad. Just like the Seahawks. You know, Seahawks fans are talking about, eh, maybe this this should be it for Russell Wilson. But, no, once he's gone, you're you miss him. You already know you do. So, Honestly, I was happy that Aaron Rodgers didn't go to the Broncos. We'll talk about Russell Wilson in a second, but, you know, I think this is a huge win. Huge loss for uh, Vikings, Bears, and Lions fans, though. Uh, I mean, I I could not stand having that guy another four years. I mean, that's just terrible. A huge win. Uh, Speaking of huge wins, um, Sam, I know that you're going to like this because he's one of our favorite kickers in the uh, league. I think you're looking what I'm at. Young young Way Kuma agrees to a five-year, $24.25 million contract extension with the Atlanta Falcons. Good move. Good move. That's that's arguably the Falcons' like best player at this point. Yeah, I mean he. he I mean it's it not even really. I don't even think it's something to like really laugh. At. He's he he's great. He was he was great last year. Great kicker. Um, a lot of respect around the league, and one of my favorite players. He's a beast, dude. He's amazing. Like I'm not, I'm not even joking. Like I would take Young Hoku Young Waku in a second. I mean, by saying that he's one of the Falcons' best players, it's not an insult to the Falcons at all. I mean, he's been phenomenal last year. Great. He, he's great. So, solid all signing right. for them. I, I like it. Um, and nice to see a kicker get some big money. Yeah, I guess we could talk about uh, Russell Wilson getting traded from yeah. the Seahawks to the Broncos because the Broncos did have some news about a little, little earlier today with a certain defensive player. Sam, I don't know if you saw that. The uh, first U-turn of free agency happened. But uh, yeah, yeah Russell, uh, was it? Are you talking about Randy Gregory? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what happened with that? I, I thought he got re-signed. Yeah, he did, and then like the last minute, the Broncos swooped in and ended up snagging him. Which it was the first of a few. I feel that we're going to see U-turns in free agency. Uh, where Where are the Broncos getting all this money? I mean, it's I don't just know. Isn't- it's the salary cap just doesn't seem to exist in uh, the NFL anymore. It doesn't like I don't even question it anymore. Even it's the like, Chiefs, yeah, it's like the Chiefs. Like 
I've, they saw, I forgot what, what, who, who it was, but the safety for like 20 million, 27 million or whatever. And everyone's like, where do they get the money? I don't know. That would is the NFL salary cap gymnastics is what they call it. Cause the saints somehow have the money to, if, if they make, if they trade for Deshaun Watson, they have the money to have him, which makes no sense to me, but somehow it would work, which I, I don't understand. I need someone to explain that to me. Cause what are they? 75 million over. Mm-hmm. And they can hold yeah, on to him, which it, I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense to me. But going back to the Russell Wilson thing, uh, as a Chiefs fan, better than Aaron Rodgers, but this definitely still sucks. I mean, you know, honestly, I'll take it as respect. Uh, we'll get to the Chargers as well with a bunch of these signings, but the Chargers are making how much. Yeah, it's just showing how much they need to beat the Chiefs. And, you know, I might be disappointed, but if I really want the Chiefs to be one of these great teams for the next decade, uh, you're going to have to face, you know, tough divisions and all these kinds of things. So I, I can't be too mad. I mean, if we're truly going to be the best team, we have to we have to beat these teams as well. So, I mean, the you know, AFC West bring it is, on. is like the, uh, what was it? The uh, NFC West of last year. But I think this, the AFC West is, is going to be way better. Even better than yeah. the NFC West. I mean, think about it now. You have the quarterbacks are Mahomes. Uh, you have Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson, and then you have Derek Carr, who Derek Carr, I know he's not on the level as the other three quarterbacks in that division, but he's someone that's respected. I feel that he is underrated and underappreciated in the league. It's just the Raiders just at, right now roster-wise are not as good as the other three teams, but, you know, it's the Raiders, and they do pull wins out of their ass that they should not have won. And I think Raiders fans can and can agree to that. And they're one of those teams that they're always just like in the picture, kind of just there lurking in the shadows and ready to just pull an upset, even if they're out of it. So it's going to be a fun division this year. I'm, I'm really excited for it. I think that ever since Mahomes got there, this is probably the, the best division's been the Chargers. They signed JC Jackson. They traded for Khalil Mack and that, that defense got volumes better than than it was last year. They re-signed Mike Williams. So this Chargers team is preparing to make a, to make a run at a Super Bowl this year. They feel like this is the year after a disappointing end to last season, but thankfully that game didn't end in a tie. Yeah, that's definitely yeah, thankfully for you. But, um, <laughs> and me cuz then we wouldn't have to play we wouldn't play the Steelers and get an easy uh, free pass, but um I don't know. I mean, look, when it comes to the Broncos, yeah, I'm a little worried that they got Russ, but now that I think about it, when you look at the Broncos roster, how much different is it from when the Seahawks were decent after their two Super Bowl uh, appearances? Like, it's not like the Seahawks made that much noise after their second Super Bowl. And I, I'm kind of seeing it as the same thing. I think the Seahawks have a better coaching staff back when, you know, they had that team. So, you know, I don't see them as is reaching a higher ceiling than that. So I can't actually be that intimidated more honestly is the chargers. And I've been making fun of the chargers this whole time because I never believed in them, you know, take it from me first. I think with these moves is finally the first time I'm going to start respecting the chargers a little bit in that everyone says they're always going to make a push in the playoffs. They just end up winning eight, nine games. I call it every single time, you know, whatever it is, blown leads, close games, injuries, whatever the Chargers are, they, they never end up living up to the hype. I'm going to try it for one year because I genuinely can't fathom how they don't make the playoffs with this roster at this point with what you just said, Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson, uh, their whole offense. They just re-signed Mike Williams. They, all, they already have Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert, so Austin Eckler. I mean, just naming it, they, have a, they almost have a better overall roster than the Chiefs. Uh, they probably do. Overall, they probably do, but um, it's just, I don't know. I'll still believe it when I see it, but I'm going to take a, a leap forward this year and say that they definitely are way scarier um, than I've been leading on the last few years. So, uh, you know, if they don't, if they don't make the playoffs or they don't make a push, they, I, they're truly a, cur- a curse team, Chris. I mean, they, they have to do something with this roster. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's one of those things that they have the quarterback right now. They're in position. Like, if you think about it, they're in position. This AFC is so stacked. It's, well, once again, now there's even more teams than last year that if make it out of the AFC that we would uh, not be surprised. Like, think about it. There's three teams in the AFC West that if you were to tell me, yeah, Chiefs, Broncos, or Chargers were, were to make the Super Bowl this season, I would 
not be surprised and I could easily easily believe it. I mean, there's plenty of teams. I mean, same thing with the Bengals. I wouldn't be surprised if they make it back for a second season, even though I don't think that they're going to make it back to the Super Bowl this year. Uh, there's, just, there's just so many teams in that AFC right now that it's, it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for all these teams. And I'm just excited. I mean, it's one of those things we have free agency back. The draft is right around the corner. So I'm getting that itch for regular season football again, uh, but we do have a long way to go. But uh, Sam, which uh, free agency move should we move on to next? Um, one last thing I want to say um, about the Seahawks is they also released Bobby Wagner. And oh, yeah, we should yeah, probably yeah, just yeah. mention the actual trade as well. They got Noah Fant from the Broncos, Shelby Harris, true lock. Um, two first round picks, two second round picks and a fifth round pick. Um, so that's a lot. They are in a full rebuild. I know there's been rumors of Tyler Lockett possibly leaving the team. I think DK is still going to stay there, but um, yeah, that's it. Seahawks fans. You had your, your time in the 2010s. You had a great run there. You got, you got a Super Bowl victory, another Super Bowl appearance, many great seasons from Russ, but um you know, you were a pretty irrelevant franchise before this, and I, I see it's a bleak to, uh, future. Yeah. This is going to be a good test for the Seahawks because I would say they've, they've gotten pretty lucky. I mean, they, they got lucky with Russell Wilson. He was only a third-round pick. I don't think they believed he was going to be that. And, you know, I think they also got lucky that DK Metcalf fell to them in the second round somehow. So, you know, they're, they've always been known as a team that drafts kind of weird. So I think this will be a big test. Uh, to see if the Seahawks are for real steady, consistent organization. And hopefully they can make a nice rebuild because they are really starting from the bottom now. So, we'll you know, see and it's one of those things that everyone's like, oh, the Broncos easily won this trade. And yeah, right now, as you look at the trade right now, yeah, the Broncos did win the trade because they're going to be able to compete. They're going to be able to compete right now. And it's one of those things that if the Seahawks, and it's very hard to draft well in the NFL, it's very hard to land a stud like, like a Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, it's hard to land those guys because no matter how good they look in college, there's no, doesn't guarantee success in the NFL. So if the Seahawks can can sit here and draft with these picks, two or three All Pro players, that would be huge for them. And who knows, maybe they can package some of these picks and uh, and make a couple moves and and get some guys to build around for their team. I mean, who knows? I mean, they have a lot of picks now. And they can do some stuff with it, or they could just use all the picks draft and have a really young, uh, have a really young team, which I think it's probably the way to go around draft young, draft young guys, bring them in and develop them and see where <laughs> it goes from there. Draft, draft young guys. You're going to, are they, are, are they going to, are they going to draft old guys? You, you know what I meant? You know what I no, mean? I know, I know. It's funny. All right. But uh, it's rebranding. I, and I don't know what's going to happen with Pete Carroll now. I think that they need to part ways. I think they need. I think Seattle needs to do a whole new rebrand. To be honest with you, definitely. And you know, getting rid of Lockett and Metcalf might be the might be the move. I might be crazy for that, Seattle. You never know. But Seattle might need to tear it all down and just acquire as many picks as they possibly can and rebuild to the draft. I would keep Metcalf, hundred percent. Would Metcalf want to stay there though? That's the thing. Lucky I mean, useless but, without uh, Russell Wilson's 50-yard uh, rainbow passes. <laughs> so. it, it's going to be tough. If, if they're both there for fantasy this year, I mean, yeah, for fantasy purposes, you have a Drew Locke, which it's Drew Locke. N- nothing special. He'll, he'll have like two games when he looks decent. But it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough for them if they're both in Seattle for fantasy next year. Okay. Um, I guess we should go to the final biggest – Pete. Well, no, we got the Steelers one as well, but I guess this is another big piece of news. Carson Wentz goes to the Washington Commanders uh, for two third round picks. I think that's fair. I think he's worth two third round picks. I don't think the, uh, the Commanders gave up too much there. But, um, you, you know, as a Washington fan, you got to be a little bit disappointed. You thought you were in the run for Russell Wilson. They and thought they Sean were in the run Watson. for every quarterback. Every quarterback. Yeah, they called it about Mahomes. They called up for everyone, but and, you, land, you know, this, you land, this you land happens Wentz. sometimes. I don't think it's the worst you end thing. Up with Wentz. I don't think it's the worst thing. I mean, they, yeah, yeah. Were there better quarterbacks you could have ended up with? Yeah. Were there worse? Yeah. You ended up with Wentz who, you know, he's, he's fine. <laughs> he's, he, he's going to win you he's games. He, he's going to win you games and he's going to lose you games, but it's, 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 it's an upgrade from what they had. 
he has talent, he has the physical attributes, and he doesn't throw a lot of picks. And you know what? This is but the he's best a bad leader. He has personality issues. He gets in his head all the time. He he listens to what the fans say and what his players say to him. He he's just not he's not the mental he's not the strongest mentally when it comes to someone that needs to lead your team to but you uh, know what? playoffs. You know what? This is the best quarterback that Terry McLaurin has had in his entire career. So there's props for that. And I, I can see I'm gonna see a huge season for him. I'm excited for that. Um, I think my prediction for Washington by adding Carson is going to be maybe they'll make the playoffs as one of the final teams in, but I do think they're going to probably be in the hunt for majority of the season, kind of just how it was with the uh, the Colts, even though that was disappointing to say the least. It, it's going to be, be interesting. It's going to be interesting. I don't know what Colts fans are thinking right now. I think. It's de- it's definitely mixed emotions with Colts fans because they saw how good the team could be last year when they were rolling, and Carson Wentz wasn't making those weird mistakes. But then that Jaguar, the Jaguars game says it all. I mean, if I were a Colts fan and you had to sit through that Jaguars game and then just somehow after you know Jonathan Taylor's huge season, Michael Pittman broke out, you know the team was finally looking like they had some chemistry. You know, they were like nine and six or something. And then, I don't know, they just absolutely collapsed at the end. And you know what? I'd be pissed too. And I'd be like, you know what? Screw you, Carson Wentz. Go to go to the commanders. We'll find someone else. Uh, there's definitely part parts of Colts fans that are strongly thinking that right now. So definitely ups and downs for them. I think if, you know, Carson Wentz made the playoffs, this would never be happening. But, you know, this is how the cookie crumbles. And, you know, Tough go for Wentz, but this is what happens when you lose to the Jaguars to get into the playoffs, and you had your chance to prove yourself. Now you're going to be in the NFC East, so maybe you have a better shot. You know, you have Terry McLaurin now. If you're Washington, you have to get another wide receiver. You can't just have Terry. But, you know, I don't know. This is such an average signing to me. I just have to see what happens because – I, I don't really have that much hope in Washington. They're they're always just an average team. So we'll see. Yeah, I, I mean, well, listen, Washington, I mean, the quarterback wasn't the biggest of their issues. The defense took a huge step back last year. Uh, Chase Young needs to get back to where he was his rookie season. So if the defense can step it up a little bit and Wentz can play fine. I don't see why this team can't at least – potentially make a playoff appearance uh is it in their future i don't know but we're, we're gonna have to say the division isn't the strongest division as we know the uh listen you have the cowboys who lost amari cooper because a cat because ezekiel elliott has all this friggin' what 17 million was cap hit or whatever it is something crazy uh they're losing some guys the cowboys get a little bit worse the giants suck the eagles they're not scary. And then Washington. So right now I feel Washington has made the most improvements in that division so far. Yeah. And uh, if you want to move on to what you just mentioned with Amari Cooper, um, if you haven't heard the Browns yes. acquired him, yep. uh, they also for a bag Jarvis of chips. Landry. Yeah. So they could have had a good wide receiver duo there, but uh, Jarvis wanted out, I guess it's like you, like you were saying after what he saw uh, Odell do last year, going to ring Jarvis, like screw this. I want out. And the Browns, uh, if well, they did offer a huge pack for Deshaun Watson, but if they somehow somehow pull pull a miracle and get Deshaun, um, they're sticking with Baker Mayfield again, and it's gonna be another rough season. Amari Cooper, I can see him getting frustrated and wanting out. I don't think he's happy about being in Cleveland. I think he wanted to stay in Dallas. He seemed to enjoy it, but that's what happens, and you know. I really it don't have too much to say. It's there it's might be unfor- a part it's unfortunate that thinks he deserves to be the number one receiver. I think CD Lamb has stolen that spotlight in Dallas. Um, you might look at this and be like, "Wow, the Cowboys only got a fifth and sixth pick, but they kind of had to trade him." Or you know, he you know he was expected to be released, so this is what they could have gotten anyways. This is basically all that they could have gotten. So I don't know. Browns, look, Baker Mayfield. Obviously, it wasn't great last year. He had some injuries, the whole Odell situation. 
he was fine in 2020, Baker. So I think this is really his last chance. I the fact that the Browns are really trying to give up Baker might show it already. But you know, Amari Cooper, you just released Landry, so that sucks. But you know, Cooper's an upgrade, definitely. Um, and I like Cooper. He's only 27. I thought he was older, but um, only. 27. I feel like he's been in the league forever. Yeah, he's been in since 2014. I think. I feel like I feel like he's at least like 33. I feel like he's been here forever. Damn, so he was like 20 when he came into the league. But yeah, I mean, no, he's solid. He was on my fantasy team last year. He was decent, but he's better. He's better with the eyeball test. He's not. He's not huge. The last couple of years, he hasn't been huge on his numbers, but he's a very, very, very talented receiver. He'll get he's, you a thousand uh, yards. Him and Mike Evans are, are both kind of the same in the aspect of they're very cornerback oriented. Like if they go up against a top corner, they kind of get slowed down a little bit while other receivers don't really have as big of an issue with that, you know? Like, like Lattimore. I think Mike like, Evans is better. Yeah, obviously Mike Evans is better, but uh, like Lattimore – always sh- seems to shut down uh, Evans, but whenever Cooper seems to see one of these top-notch uh, defensive backs, gives him an issue, which I really so. It's why they're the best, but he seems to have more issue with that than others. But anyway, you know, it's like you said, the Browns, ha- all the teams had all the leverage in this. They were going to, it was either you can give up uh, basically nothing, which what, a fifth and a sixth rounder for Amari Cooper. <clears throat> And you can guarantee to get him, or you could have a uh, bidding war with a ton of teams around around the league, which the Browns said, you know what? We'll give up late round draft picks that are kind of meaningless to us, and we'll get him before anyone else does. So smart move right there. Uh, and uh, with that, the Cowboys re-signed Michael Gallup, one of the most underrated receivers in the entire league. Um, I think he's finally going to get his you know, time to shine, barring no more injuries like he had last year. And uh, what else we got? Oh, well, we have Tom Brady, who stormed right back, of course. I mean, I don't know why we didn't expect this at this point. Are we uh, Are we really surprised? He, he, he was hinting at the entire time. And, you know, it just makes those ESPN, uh, ESPN shows when they were talking about how great he was, this and that, all about how great he was, his achievements in the league, pointless at this point. Because now, you know, when he, when he actually decides to retire, they're just going to, do it all over again but you know what i'm happy he's coming back because now he doesn't need to take ben spotlight and canton when he gets retired so thank you tom for coming <laughs> back you thank you. you you don't have to beat that, ben you don't fine. have to beat ben in anything else anymore thank you thank you thank you, you thank you you don't want him to ruin your team's chance of winning another super bowl or anything oh that's all you care about it's just big ben's uh, retirement <laughs> speech <laughs> but oh but I feel, really, I, care about. I feel really bad oh, yeah. for the guy who uh bought tom brady's what he thought was his last touchdown pass ball for half a million and then later that day he announces he's coming out of retirement so that ball goes from being worth a lot of money to being worth not a lot that sucks. Thank God for that guy that sold it. Oh, my God. No, not only did he – no, who was the guy? No, that guy who sold it, though, was not the same guy who actually got the ball, was he? Or it was? I, I don't know. If it was, that's the biggest winner right there. Not only did you get public press, you, have, you literally have a big moment of the 2021 season surrounded by you. You made a moment in history around Tom Brady, and then you made 500 grand. No, I don't think he was. No, no, no. He got something from the – I don't think that was him. Oh, no, that was his 500th touchdown pass, right? That's a different guy. Yeah, we're th- you're thinking final. of two different guys. You're thinking yeah, yeah, of – uh, Yeah. You're right, you're right. Or 600th touchdown pass, whatever it was. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking of that and the guy – and Mike Evans gave the ball away. Yeah, that's what then, I was thinking. But, yeah, but then the other one. You're, you're thinking of the other one. Okay. But, um, yeah, either way, I mean – Whoever sold it, just what what an absolute win for him. So, all right, Chris. Uh, yeah, Tom Brady come back. We we don't have to go through it. It's just yeah, we all know it yeah, sucks, but dude. whatever. Uh, Kirk Cousins somehow just getting another thirty five mil to his name for another Kirk year. Kirk Cousins is literally his his record is fifty nine fifty nine and two. He is <laughs> he is literally and the two. most average NFL quarterback ever. He'll win you games. He'll lose you games. He can make you have some postseason appearances, but he's never going to win you a Super Bowl. He's that kind of quarterback that you'll, in my opinion, he's a quarterback that you'll have if you want to 
how do I word this? He's like, I, I want to call him like a bridge quarterback in a way when it's like you have him when you're looking for your next franchise quarterback. Does that make sense to you? It's not even that. He's better than that. It's, he, he's, he's better actually, than that. But like, I don't, but a no, team is looking actually, at Kirk. No, he's even worse than that. I would rather have a shit quarterback for a few years than just keep paying Kirk, who's just above average. Cut. Take it from me, who's been who dealt with Alex Smith for five years. It's the same thing. I don't know why you keep thinking you'll have a shot at the Super Bowl with this guy quarterback. No, quarterback is the most important position. You can't possibly think that paying him another 35 mil for another year is going to give you a shot. It's just not. I guess the thought process is teams can see that, that the Vikings can win and they have players because they're still relevant because they're still winning games or not, and they're not like – out here at the Lions and Jags winning one and two games, they can still be competitive and in the hunt for the playoffs. And maybe they can attract free agents and get another quarterback. That's just the thought process. But it's process. all maybes. Like, there's maybes. I know. In, I know. There's a beauty in being the Jaguars and drafting Trevor Lawrence instead of just Kirk sticking with the above <laughs> average quarterback. It, it's frustrating not. because the Vikings with Kirk Cousins, it's like, uh, what are you going to win? Seven or eight games and maybe have a playoff appearance. But it is so it's frustrating. Fun. It's just you don't even get you don't even get a good draft pick out of it. This is exactly how I felt as a Chiefs fan. You're, you're like a 16th or 17th draft pick. You you can't go and get one of these top uh, quarterbacks that could be in the draft. It's it, it's a frustrating thing for uh, for Vikings fans. That's and the word. It's just frustrating. Like I'd rather have a guy where I'm like, oh yeah, he's not it. Instead of being like, well, if we could get this and that, then maybe we could have a chance. No, you've been saying that for five years. Like. Just get over that, it. He's not the that's guy. That's the tough thing with what well, I don't know. Is calling him like a bridge quarterback, like the type of thing, but the Vikings aren't treating him like that. For a bridge quarterback, you have him for a year or two, and then you just say, get out of here. I'm moving on from you. He's he's in the he's in the look, Derek Carr is at the top of that category. Then you have Kirk Cousins and Baker Mayfield and Jimmy Garoppolo and Carson Wentz and Jared Goff. They're all right there, they're all above yeah. average quarterbacks. That just can't get the job done at the end of the day. They'll give mm-hmm. you a bunch of nice, solid performances where you think, all right, as long as we build something around them, we could have a shot. But it never works out. Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo, he can't win a Super Bowl. You saw he missed the throw to Emmanuel Sanders against the Chiefs. You don't want that guy. You want a guy that's going to hit that pass. Jared Goff, he only scored three points in the big game. You don't want that. Yeah, he's a nice quarterback. He's above average. He has some great throws and stuff. But he's not the guy. It's the same thing with Kirk Cousins. I mean, just it's the same thing with Dak Prescott. I'll go out and say it. He's on that level as well. Oh, now we're talking. Yeah, I like it. It's it's hard to go out and get a quarterback like a Mahomes and Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, like one of these stars that are at the top of the top who can compete. And a lot of teams are just stuck with these quarterbacks that they can win games, but they can just never bring your team to the promised land. Yeah, it's just frustrating. I feel bad for Vikings fans, but we got to move on. It is frustrating, but I guess we can move on to Mitchell Trubisky. Should we talk about that a little bit? (laughs) Take the floor if you want. All right, well, Pittsburgh Steelers signed Mitchell Trubisky. Two-year deal, $14.25 million, with I think upwards of $24.27 million with incentives. Obviously, that has to do with Super Bowls, probably Pro Bowls, passing yards, passing touchdowns, this and that. I like the deal. Um, I'm, I'm fine with it. Listen, I, I like it. And I'm glad that we didn't have to make a trade for anyone and give any assets away. Obviously I would much rather have Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson, but do you know how much we'd have to give up for that? It wouldn't be worth it. They'd want a star player. I don't think the Steelers wanted to do that. You sign a guy, Mitchell Trubisky, who he's looked really good. He's looked really bad. He's made two playoff appearances. Yes. He lost both, but he's still shows you that he can go out there and win games. Do I think, do I think that Trubisky is the answer? I don't know. Do I uh, right now? Probably not, but I think he's good enough to win. The Steelers can not look like an embarrassed, like embarrassing football team. They can go out there. Uh, they have a guy that we've seen. He can move. He can throw the ball. And I think the offense will look better than it has last year. And Tomlin's the coach. He can pull wins out of his ass. I mean, listen, he won eight games between uh, Duck and Mason. Uh, he, he, there's, no, there's no reason why he can't win eight games with Mitchell Trubisky. The Bills loved him. A lot of teams wanted him. I know the Giants were a team that was heavily pers- uh, pursuing him. But I'm happy, I'm happy with it. You know, I think it's fine. And the Steelers, 
I don't want them to draft a quarterback, even though I'm still seeing some Steeler fans saying, draft a quarterback, draft a quarterback, still and just develop. No, don't draft some more offensive linemen, develop that line, or draft another cornerback because we're probably going to lose Joe Hayden. Do something like that. And then next, if Trubisky doesn't look too good this year, trade trade him and some picks or something and draft a quarterback, trade up for a quarterback or the following season. I don't know what the, what the quarterback draft class draft classes look like, but I know this year it's not that strong. I'm not so sure about the next two years, but I'm fine with it. I think it gives us a chance to, in a perfect world, maybe, maybe make a playoff appearance and make a push for the playoffs. Maybe, but I don't know. I'm, I think Tomlin can – can do stuff with him i think it gives the offense more flexibility to do stuff i'm excited for it but i'm not going to jump to any conclusions about how i really feel until four or five games into the season when we have enough to, to work with but i'm just happy that it's not mason rudolph am i thrilled about it no but am i disappointed with it no i'm kind of just in the middle with it and i'm fine with it i know people wanted jimmy garoppolo you don't want jimmy garoppolo you're gonna have to give stuff up for him who frankly i feel would just have the same production as Mitchell trubisky if you want to hear the truth rather sign a guy get him for cheaper and you can move on from him easier than you could for a guy like jimmy garoppolo especially coming off serious shoulder surgery so i'm 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 content with it i'll leave it at that but the jury what was the saying the jury won't, you know what i'm trying to say right the jury won't be out or whatever until yeah, a couple games we see yeah and, and until we see him and it's gonna it's gonna be fun you know do i expect to make it to a super bowl <laughs> no not at all but i would like to see this team be in the hunt for the playoffs both seasons and that's all i'm asking for i'm not asking for anything crazy here i think that eight nine wins is possible both seasons i think between Possibly. I think seven to nine wins is a re- is reasonable. If we can do it with a worse O-line and the wash Ben, I don't see why we can't do it with the younger guy who seems to have more explosiveness right now than, than Ben did his last season and an offensive line that we've been making some signings to and slowly improving. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm optimistic. But yeah. I think he's your best option since uh, 2018, 2017. Yeah. But um, just like you said, you don't want Garoppolo. That's another reason why you don't want the, the level of Kirk Cousins quarterbacks because you have to pay them too much. They think they're worth more than their play. So that's another guy. See, Mitchell Trubisky is actually a true bridge quarterback, I think. And yep. to go back to your argument that you don't want to draft a quarterback, I actually don't think it's a bad idea because you don't want Mason Rudolph coming in if Trubisky doesn't work out. I think you want to have that hope of some uh, you know bright young guy, you know, a there's already been tons of talk of Malik Willis, you know, possibly going to the Steelers. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it. I trust the Steelers organization. They don't really screw up draft picks too often. I trust them to, you know, make a guy like Malik Willis into a a respectable starter, maybe. So we'll see what happens, but Trubisky, I think he's going to have a bounce back season in the way that I don't think anyone's going to hate him. Like they did at the end of his bear stint. Um, I would only say they don't have a shot at the playoffs just because the AFC is so good. Yeah. But if they were in the NFC, absolutely. I think Trubisky, you know, is a solid fit with this team. We'll see what happens. I mean, they could they could make the playoffs. They made the playoffs this year. So, I don't know. There's always a shot at the Steelers. They, they, they never go worse than 7-8 wins. So, there's always a chance, especially yeah, since yeah. this is their best quarterback in a few years. So, I don't know. It's it's To me, it looks like a bridge quarterback option, which is better – then Garoppolo, in my opinion. Yeah, I know, easily. Because think about it. Garoppolo uh, is basically is, – is, <laughs> I feel he'd do the same job but just cost $10, 11000000 million more a year, which I, I don't want that. I don't want that at all. And then, you know, I've been seeing a lot of stuff, just mixed feelings. But I think at the end of the day, Steeler fans need to realize that it's not it's, – it's, it's cheap. And he's easy to move on from and just ship out of here and a couple draft picks move up in the draft and select someone. Because if there was a quarterback I want, it would probably be Kenny Pickett. I know Malik Willis has been getting a lot of talk, and I trust the Steelers because when you think of the Steelers, what do you think of? Consistency. Uh, How many head coaches have they had in the last 50 years? What, three, four? I'm trying to. 50 years? Definitely more than three, but I I couldn't tell you the number. But, yeah, I mean, Chris, the Steelers – this is the this is the whole reason. Like, you don't need a Garoppolo to make it work on the Steelers because you're not going to be able to 
pay all the other players. Trubisky is almost the perfect option because they have the coaching staff and the organization to make it work with, you know, being able to not pay a quarterback that much with just enough talent where you can have the rest of the teams around you and do all right. So he's a true bridge quarterback. No, I, I, I just did, I just did the quick math since 1969. So that'd be 53 years ago. Only had three head coaches. Damn, that was 53 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck Noel, Bill Cowher, and then Tomlin. So that that's insane. And, you know, I think that, that, that that's a good thing, especially uh, for Trubisky coming in. He's not going to have a whole lot of moving parts. Um, no, no new coaches are going to be stepping in. Like, it's not like a new quarterback stepping into with a new head coach in the organization. So everything's already going to be put in place. And I'm excited to see what happens. Now it just comes down to, What's going to happen with Juju? Where is he going to sign? The longer he sits in the free agency market, the better I feel about him returning to Pittsburgh. Um, if he goes to the Chiefs, I don't Chiefs, know what baby. I don't know what money they have. Like this is what I'm really confused about because you're sitting here talking like Allen Robinson, Juju. Like what money? This is where I get so confused from, and I need someone to explain well, it to me because I know you can like restructure and shit like that, but the salary cap is meaningless at that point. Yeah, but we're also releasing guys. You know, it's not even big names they have to look at. We're also releasing smaller guys that all build up at the end. The salary cap is still going up. Mahomes' contract still hasn't kicked in yet. I mean, there's just there's I thought, a lot I, thought it, I thought it kicked in already this year. I think it starts next year, I want to say. Because I believe it's for 10 years, right? And it's till 2032. So I think it I think it pops in at 2023, I want to say. That's so weird to think about. Like oh, twenty, what, what's the league gonna look like in twenty thirty? Maybe not. I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I can't get into the talk of the salary cap. I really can't, Chris. But, Even uh, with me, and <laughs> oh, I guess I guess one more signing. This Chiefs made didn't was, extend uh, a contract offer to Tyron Matthew. Well, that's not surprising. Uh, James Daniels, uh, the, what Pro Football Focus had as ranked the fourth best offensive lineman. This uh, offseat, this free agency signed, and he used to block for Mitchell Trubisky, and that just means our oldest player on our line right now is 25 years old, which is crazy because that's just that's not the best offensive line, but it's one that's going to be able to develop, and it's young. And who knows, five years from now, it could be among the best if we draft smart with the offensive line and maybe acquire some more guys throughout free agency the next few seasons. So it's going to be a work in progress, but this is definitely a better line than it was last year. And that's all I can ask for. Yeah. And Chris, last year um, was abysmal. We need to speed up just a little bit. So I'm just going to list off a bunch of ones before we get to a few more bigger ones. Uh, Bengals sign Alex Kappa, guard from the Bucks. Very, very important signing. Dolphins get their running back. Chase Edmonds, super underrated, had a good season before his injuries. Um, Bears sign Larry Ogunjobi from the Bengals. Um, they definitely need some offensive line help for, uh, or sorry, he's a defensive lineman. Apologies. Well, they need both line help, uh, you know, for the Bears. Jaguars get Brandon Sheriff, uh, a fantastic guard, very underrated. Um, need that for Trevor Lawrence. Jets get Lakeland Tomlinson, another guard. We already know that the Jets need some more offensive line help. They probably need another tackle um, as well. Um, Eagles, Hassan Reddick, a bunch of underrated signings here. Uh, they definitely need defense linebacker uh, from the Panthers. He had a very solid season. Dolphins get Teddy Bridgewater as their backup quarterback. Um, Jets signed CJ Uzuma, which was pretty surprising. I like that signing a lot. I like that a I lot. The, I honestly thought the Bengals were going to keep him. Very, very, very surprised. But I guess they had to bit, free up some money. I really like that signing. Yeah, he's good. Um, let's see. Uh, we can go through the few the Jag signings. They got. <laughs> we were texting this with Christian Kirk and Zay Jones. The Jaguars just love third, second, and third wide receivers. They are just obsessed with the them. amount of They're, money that they paid for them too is absurd. The only time they've had better than just second and third wide receivers is that one year where Allen Robinson and Allen Hearns were just like a dynamic duo for some reason. Oh, I forgot about Hearns. That was Jesus. Like, it was just so random. But, like, besides that, I mean, Chark has been decent, but I'd still call him a second wide receiver. Christian Kirk is good, but he's now, what, the fourth or fifth largest paid wide receiver yep. in the league? Third, third. Third highest. He's a poor man's Tyler Lockett. Like, what are we doing here? This is – I don't know. I mean, the Jags, they have a lot of money to spend. I guess they were like – But they're screwed. overpaying for these guys. I mean, Christian Kirk 
has only had, I think, four 100-yard games in his career and has never and never sniffed. At, well, no, this season he did, but has never had over 1,000 yards receiving in a season. Which, well, And you're paying him in the realm of Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, Mike Evans. These guys are doing <laughs> consistently. Oh, it's so, so bad. The Jags really don't care. They're just... They're just signing people they can just sign and just to get it feels like they're just doing it to get it over with. Oh, look what we did. We just signed a bunch the, of players. Uh, did you touch on Evan Ingram to the Jaguars? Yeah, Evan Ingram. There you I, go. I, mean, I, I like that because it was funny because earlier in the day, you're like, the Jags need a tight end. And we joked and you're like, just bring back Shannon Sharp. I'm like, I'm like I Tim only, Tebow. I only like it because it's for one year, nine million. If it was anything more than that, I'd be like, screw that. Evan Ingram's so overrated. I don't think he's that good. But for a one year. Deal contract fine fine zay super, jones super athletic he just can't tap into his potential which if he could i feel he would be a, a top 10 tight end but that just doesn't seem to be in his cards but i think it's a fine signing and it's going to be interesting yeah I, I think zay jones is fine i mean i don't know the jags i would still maybe draft a guy they need some more help for trevor lawrence especially offensive linemen as well so we'll see what happens uh two chiefs news we got rid of Charvarius Ward. You know, I, I expected us to get rid of a few corners because we have to free up some space. Um, he went to the 49ers. He got a, he got his paycheck. I mean, three years, $40 million. Uh, good for him. He was an undrafted free agent back in 2018. And I remember out of nowhere in that uh, primetime game against the Seahawks, he kind of came out of the blue and he showed his presence. And ever since then, he's been one of the starting corners for the Chiefs. Very quietly, you know, helped us win a Super Bowl. And, you know, he had his ups and downs. But I think overall, he's a, he's a pretty underrated corner. So good for him for getting his money. Uh, I'll miss him a little bit. But I, I, I trust the Chiefs to go hard in the draft this year to try to get in corner. So, uh, you know, a younger guy. So I'm not too mad. And then, of course, we signed Justin Reed, the safety from the Texans. The good news about this is he's one of the only Texans players I recognize on the defense, so that must mean it's decent. <laughs> I, I think he's. I think he was their best player, but it's just exactly you never, you never really hear about him because who the hell's sitting here talking about the Texans when they're giving up thirty points a game and not winning? You know the best part: we're only paying him ten mil a year, and he's only twenty-five. So I'm actually not too mad. I mean, the second I saw the signing, I was like, ah, shit. All right, Tyron Matthew, he's gone. Whatever. You know, it's, it's sad. I'm going to miss the leadership in the locker room, especially. I think that was a huge part. Um, but I, I also think we're going to draft a safety. Um, there's no way we're keeping Dan Sorensen on the field after the atrocious season he had. I hope we just get rid of him. I don't, I don't want to have to think about him anymore. So, you know, it's going to be Reed. It's going to be Thornhill. And then hopefully one other guy we draft or maybe sign. I don't know. But, um, yeah, the Chiefs, hopefully within the next few days, are going to make a couple more moves. I know we were in the in the uh, conversation for Zadarius Smith out of the Packers. I think that'll be good. Although we are restructuring Frank Clark's contract, which is surprising. Um, I thought for sure we were getting rid of Frank Clark. I hope we keep Ingram as well. That would be big. Um, he made an impact this season when he came towards the end. But, um, yeah, Frank Clark. I mean, as long as we're paying Frank Clark – a lot less than we were. I'm still fine with it, but I don't know, I'm just surprised. But yeah, besides that, the Chiefs, hopefully we can get a wide receiver soon or whatever, but um, we got to move on. Lions, they get DJ Shark, uh, which kind of explains why the Jags were aggressive going for wide receiver because um, that was their best receiver. So, you know, the Lions, kind of tough for Shark, Chris, going from the Jags and then the Lions. One depressing uh, team to another. I mean, yeah. Especially last year with the coaching carousel that they had. That was very bad. Very oh, underrated, oh, though. Oh. Got Lions. some news. Uh, Russell oh. Gage expected to sign with the Bucks. More weapons for Tom Brady. Not not crazy, what? but I think it's interesting. What are the Falcons doing? Calvin Ridley is suspended for an entire year. Russell Gage is extremely underrated. What are the Falcons? And why are you giving it to your number one rival that already has a million weapons? By the way, how are the Bucs paying? I, this, this, that just blew my mind. It doesn't make any are sense. You serious? It doesn't make any sense. What? What are the... What? Oh, just, I'm in disbelief right now. But you know, That's your the, only... What, what? Who else do they have besides Pitts? 
They have no wide receivers. They have zero wide receivers. Oh, no. They have they have uh, Zacchaeus. Oh, my God. <laughs> Honestly, let's just hope for a breakout season. I don't know. That's, you know, the Falcons, you want, you wonder why you're so irrelevant year after year. You wonder why your number one joke in the NFL honor ceremony was Keegan Michael Key saying, oh, the Super Bowl this year is the Patriots against thee. And then he had to take out a piece of paper and read the Atlanta Falcons because he forgot what team it was. That's your number one punchline and 28 to three Falcons fans, Atlanta fans. I'm sorry. At least you have the Hawks this year. I don't know, but no, the Hawks also, I don't know why I'm getting so worked up over Russell Gage, but it just baffles me that you would give them to the box. Whatever. You know, the Hawks are the nine seed right now in the NBA 34 and 34. So they're not that great. I didn't even know that. I thought they were better, but all right. Uh, uh, There's not really much else. I mean, the Ravens, they got Marcus Williams. They, they always need secondary help, it seems like. And uh, they were in the run for Tyron Matthew. It looks like they picked Williams instead. Where's Five he going to go now? 70 million. He's only 25. Tyron Matthew, I think a lot of people think he's going to go to the Jets, which I wouldn't be surprised. But um, I think that would be a perfect signing for the Jets. Just waste his career. <laughs> well, Whatever. hey, you want a Super Boring. Go get that money now and, yeah, become, irre- money. and, and become irrelevant. He's still pretty young, though. He could uh, bounce around still. But besides that, Chris, I think we've reached the end of uh, pretty much all the important free agent news. I'm sure there's going to be a bunch more today and yeah. tomorrow. The, the second we stop recording, you know, we're going to have we're going to probably have a blo- blockbuster trade and everything because why not have it the second we uh, finish out here? But so far, we're recording this on March 15th. It's been entertaining so far, and I'm looking forward because free agency had just begun. Um, going to be a lot more signings, maybe a few more trades, and maybe some more U-turns going on in uh, some free agency signings. So a, a, lot, a lot to, to uh, look out for. And Sam, any closing thoughts? No, that's it. Uh, any Chiefs fans out there? I know we've been patient. Uh, you know, hopefully uh, some bigger news comes in the next coming days. I know we've been waiting. But, um, yeah, overall, it's definitely hard to see some teams, you know, that are already good get better like the Bucks just then. But uh, overall, it's still really exciting. And, uh, hey, the draft is in uh, about five weeks. It's actually coming quick, so I'm happy about that. And, uh, yeah, Chris, I'm, I'm sure we're just going to have a show next week. I, I can't see us taking another uh, month-long break because there's going to no, be so much listen, So We have free agency, and then we have, our, then we have a mock draft to do. Then we have the NFL draft. That's right. We're Got back. We're back, We're back a little bit. And then, we'll and then we draft. have our, after the draft, we have our way, way too early uh, standing predictions as well. And then, that, and then that, the summer. Be exciting. But, yeah. Uh, no. Could, For now, we're, we're good. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, should be exciting. All right, guys. We'll see you guys. We'll see you guys later.